Hey everyone, you're listening to Pistons and Prosecco, a podcast dedicated to showcasing awesome wedding vendors and providing a behind-the-scenes look at the wedding industry. I'm your host, Bryce Bjornson, owner of Jax 47. We create a better experience for your guests by serving delicious drinks on draft with style. Today we have Gina Angel with all the things ceremonies. Gina, thank you so much for joining me. On thank you so much for having me. Such a pleasure to have you. Um, you'll you'll be, I think, the second or third officiant on here. Um, so I love to introduce folks to really cool vendors who really care about honoring someone's big day. Um, given this is called Pistons and Prosecco, I would love to know what you're sipping on these days in regards to beverage. It doesn't have to be alcoholic. Some people say milk. <laughs> <laughs> Some people say martini, whatever you're drinking that you're enjoying these days. What what would that be? I do love IPAs. So really any IPA. I like I love the perfect day IPA. You're in the right place. Asheville is beer city of the southeast. I know. Oh, I can only have a couple though, because (laughs) well, you know, I gotta stop myself. But yes, IPAs are probably my go-to drink. (laughs) How do you feel about burial then as the brewery? Um, there, I like them. Yeah. They're just like, every time I go there, it's like double IPA, single IPA, triple IPA, quad, you know, it's like, that's yeah. like 80% of their bar, their yeah. menu. I, I mean, I am, I love trying a variety of IPAs again, spaced out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's funny because some people will come up from, or come from different cities where maybe craft beer is not as big and they'll drink as much as many IPAs as they would like Bud Lights or whatever. And it's just, it's not the same. I mean, it's like, it's a lot, it's, it might be a couple points more percentage, but that's means it's 50% more alcoholic. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. No, I, I will confess that when I mow my lawn on my John Deere, I, when I'm done and I want to sit back and look at what I just did, I will bust open a Bud Light. <laughs> hey. It's light. It's crisp. I can have a couple more than two. <laughs> There's no problem with that. Um, there's a uh, yeah. It's funny because the craft beer movement started doing like lawnmower beers. They would and they would all have these like logos on it with like all you know a John yeah. Deere lawnmower. And just, I don't know what that is. There is something that you just feel so accomplished after <laughs> after I've mowed the lawn and done the yard work and yeah. I just sit back on the porch and have a beer. <laughs> well. It's, it's so nice to have you on here. Uh, I want to talk about your business and, you know, what makes you different from other officiants and why folks should hire you. Um, but let's just, let's go back to kind of the origin story. How did you start this business? Have you always been an officiant? Is this new, you know, brand new to you? Where, where does it start? So I got ordained probably 12, 13, honestly, I don't even know, 13, 14 years ago before it was a thing. And I thought that'd be cool. And since I was ordained, I would have throughout the years, friends and family ask me to marry them. And so I would, um, I I was living in Los Angeles and I, I was actually a matchmaker for a gay and lesbian, um, (laughs) uh, matchmaking service. And this was before everything was online. So I would do face-to-face interviews and really get to know people. And it's interesting because I feel like that same skill set is the same. It it transfers over to my, my efficient business because it gives me that opportunity to really get to know people and have those deep, meaningful conversations about what's important to them. And, uh, 
And so I moved, I moved from Los Angeles to Asheville last year and I launched my business in October and my, my wife and I got married in September and, and we eloped and I just thought, you know, I love this. I love it. I married my niece the year before and I love crafting the ceremony. I love having the conversations with the couples and I knew that coming to Asheville, it would, you know, the job market was definitely challenging, but I really didn't want to settle. I wanted to find something that I really, really loved and that I was passionate about. And, and I started this and after every wedding, after every video chat, my wife's like, you just light up. You just, it just lights you up. And it's true. Like I, I don't think I have found anything that lights me up the way um, that officiating does. Yeah. And so here I am. And so I started in October. It's been great. I've been busy. Um, and I'm really focusing on the LGBTQ community because when we were looking to get married, I noticed that there weren't that many, um, officiants within the community that offered those services. I, I there's a lot of, um, friend, gay friendly services, LGBTQ friendly services, so many in Asheville, so many people are open and welcoming, um, but not specifically within the community themselves. Well, I think that's so special finding something that lights you up and can also be a viable business. I mean, how magical is that? It, it is really magical. And throughout the years, I've you know done a variety of different things and I um, am a Reiki practitioner, so I do energy healing and, you know, I have, I have my, my, uh, sound bath, my, my little sound bowl that I do. And I've always been into clearing the energy whenever there's a funk in my life or <laughs> one thing after another starts to go wrong. I have always believed in clearing that space. And for me, it's always worked. So I, I've been trying to incorporate that also into, um, into my ceremonies and into my efficient services. Yeah. It's, I always love hearing what people bring to the table in their business that is unrelated, but related, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. it's a different, it's a, maybe a different, uh, you know, different business or different work or whatever. And they, and they put that into their wedding business. And I, you know, it's always exciting to hear. About yeah. I, I, I would consider myself probably, you know, God light ceremonies, <laughs> non-spiritual, um, or or spiritual, either way. But I would say God light. If somebody's looking for a um, a big religious ceremony, I, I'm probably not the right officiant. But uh, you know, I do offer uh, grounding ceremonies uh, before the wedding, which really helps the couple to connect. It, people get very stressed out before the wedding. Lots of moving parts, lots of things going on, and sometimes they forget just to connect with each other. And it could be the day before because sometimes people don't want to see each other. It depends on the couple. So I can, I'll go over the evening before. We'll light some candles. We'll do some sage. We'll meditate. I'll do the sound healing. Have them set their intentions for their, their marriage. It just centers them and grounds them before their big day and reminds them of what's important. And that's your, that's your love and connection. Nothing else, nothing else matters, but it's really cool to see the transformation after the grounding ceremony. They're just in the flow, yeah. ready to <laughs> <Totally>. go. <laughs> Bring me through that grounding 
um, process, like literally, because I'm just such a literal person. So, you know, if you could break down those steps, I'd love to learn. Sure. So I, I have sort of an outline that I go through. Um, and I, depending on, it's been kind of weird with COVID. <laughs> so I'll have a mask on and, but normally I'll have both of them lie down and we'll do some deep breathing. And I want them before we start anything to, and I'll be doing the sound bowl as we're going. So I want them to let go of anything that no longer serves them any past relationships, any anger, any hurt, any pain, just to go through their their life and the process and let go so that they're entering into this union together with, with a clear slate. And there's, you know, sometimes there's a lot of pain that comes up there, but because people don't stop and get present. And so that's a big piece of it in the beginning. And then once they've gone through that process, I'll light some sage and I'll go through and I'll, I'll clear the energy. And I'll, I'm also playing some music in the background and then I'll do some Reiki on them. So I'll do some energy healing and it just clearing their chakras, removing any blocks that are going on. Um, and then again, I'll have them come back together and look at each other. We'll do a little meditation and then I have them write down their intentions for their marriage together, what they both want. Uh, and then we'll, we'll close it out with, with another meditation and the breathing. And that's kind of, it's kind of the gist of what I do, but ah, it's really cool. It's so, cool. I mean, I know when I meditate, I, I meditate on the regular, it's just, it changes my day and the days that I miss it or I don't do it. I can really feel it. It's just stopping and getting present, but also I tie that into officiating as well, because that's what it is. There's it, whether it's a big wedding or it's an elopement on a mountain, it's stopping and getting present and speaking to the heart of the couple and having them speak the words to each other. Oh, I love it. I love, I love <laughs> the idea of intention setting. I think that's super important. I, I my girlfriend, I recently took a road trip across the United States and for some reason, she brought up the idea of having a daily intention in the morning. Yeah. Maybe because she knew how difficult it would be along the way with two dogs and a pickup truck. <laughs> so <laughs> we would do that. We would set it. We set the intention for ourselves each day on our own, you know, so it wasn't joint. It was individual. And, you know, not only would it kind of help, yeah, help us kind of center and get more present, but also we would hold each other accountable. Yes. But I think it's one of those things, you know, if you don't know where you're going, yeah. then then you're just all over the place. But when you when you have an intention of what you want, where you want to go, what you want to see, who you want to be, how you want to show up, when you can when you understand that intention and, and it it just it changes everything. Yeah. So what why do you think people choose efficiency the last when it feels so important it really does it's so crazy bryce because i feel and i you know since i've started the business in october i've just noticed that sometimes it's just um uh the last thought or they don't even care like just you know i i don't i don't i don't care what my ceremonies like just just marry us get it over with yeah 
And that's okay. I mean, that's fine. For some people, it's it's not a big deal. For me personally, I, I would probably say that would not be my clientele because I put a lot of heart and soul into uh, my ceremonies and I personalize them. I think you are about to start your journey together. And this is the most important part. The wedding will not happen without the officiant. (laughs) So it's interesting to me how it's always just the last thought or just calling for the best price. And, and that's fine because if you're on a budget and that's what's important, it's all about value. What, what do you value? Personally, for me, when my wife and I eloped, the ceremony was the most important part. It was the two of us and the photographer and the officiant. So for me, that was, that was our, our big thing, like creating that space for us to share um, our promises and commitments to each other and and to start our life together. The ceremony is what tied that all together for our, for our day. And so for me, I have, I do a video chat with all my couples. I'm in communication with them all the time. And I really, really want to get to know them. And I want to, I want to hear their inside jokes I want to know, I have had a couple, uh, you know, they sing silly songs to each other and that's their thing or, or your nicknames or how you met. Was it an immediate connection or, or was it a slow burn? Did you take your time and get to know each other and you were friends first? There's so many different elements into relationships and, and, you know, where did it come from? Did you come from pain? Did you have a painful relationship that brought you to where you are today? Which was the case with my wife and I, like we both had painful divorces, but the universe brought us together. And, and it was, it ended up being the best thing that could have ever happened to me. It's, I love digging deep. I feel a little bit like um, Barbara Walters. I love that. Just Oprah, you know, getting in and asking those questions and getting to know the people and then sitting down and, you know, I create a little ceremony when I, or a ritual, when I write the ceremony and I'll light some candles and I'll put on some soft music and I'll pull up um, you know, the information that they sent me because I haven't filled out a love survey. And I just channel them. I channel our conversation and, and I write it for each individual couple because that is, it, it makes the difference for the day, I feel. But again, it's all about value. Yeah. So yeah. what do you value? Do you value People are, you know, people are willing to spend thousands of dollars on flowers and thousands of dollars on photography and though absolutely great services needed. I do believe that the efficient is equally as important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I re- you know, it's funny you say and you said in the beginning, you know, just marry us, you know, get it over with that sort of mentality. And I wonder if that's because people know they need an efficient. So they just think it's like kind of a default commodity service in a way, you know, like yeah. they, almost like they know they need some, some people come out, reach out to me like, Oh, we just need a bartender. I'm like, wait, what do you mean? You just need, <laughs> like, do you have a draft? Who's delivering the kegs? Where's the ice coming from? Who has insurance? What, you know, like it's not, yeah, you know, you need a bartender, but there's a whole slew of services right like my my service is not spiritual in my opinion it's just i'm serving good drinks <laughs> professionally whereas the officiant you know there's obviously uh, there's more variability in that you know you can have someone who reads a template that was printed off the internet 
Right. They might, not, they might even not know your name and they might have to ask you your name. I've heard, I've heard of that happening, right? That's right. like one end of the scale. And the other end of the scale is your efficient getting to know you and preparing something special and doing something, you know, different for each person. Yeah. Right. And so I, I just want, I, yeah, I, I didn't really understand the difference of that scale until I started to dig a little deeper. I truly just who I am in the way that I made, I can't do it any other way. I, I can't not put my heart into it. So if, you know, if somebody just wants a script read, I'm probably, I'm just probably not the person because I, I really take pride in what I do and, and I love the process and the connection and the whole, all of it. It's interesting though, because I think some people maybe they I mean, most people are getting married for the first time, <laughs> most, most people. So you can also understand why they probably don't really think about an efficient. It's just, or, or they haven't really thought through the process of why an efficient would be important. Um, so I, I do understand that, but I guess that's where you, you try to educate people on, on the importance of our service. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of what this podcast is about is, you know, trying to educate folks who are getting yeah. there and also for other vendors to hear it. You know, like I, I've learned so much by hosting it. Um, you know, obviously the conversations I have, I learn a lot, but also so for vendors, you know, to learn about different categories, but for couples, you know, to really understand more behind the scenes, because I feel like you go on those wedding wire, the not website, you know, platforms like that. And there's all these like, guides that they write like how you know how to budget your wedding but you can't do that for you know the same in Asheville as you can in New York City as Florida as Cal like right. different and you know like for example a lot of people don't know that so many venues in West North Carolina don't have parking so you need to shuttle people up like <laughs> people just right. don't understand the and so that's why I, I created this and I think people learning more about you know every category in depth and hearing from those who are are doing it and really care about their job is really important rather than just reading a guide or go, you know, doing their, their research online. Like this yeah. should be research is listening to all these. <laughs> Sorry, That's I don't why wedding, but yeah. wedding planners, you know, coordinate, like they're really important, especially yeah. uh, because we are, people will come here from out of state or out of town to get married. And <laughs> that's near impossible to do if you, if you're not here either. So there, there's so many moving parts, but not, but ed, I think it's great that you're educating um, the couples on the process and how everything works because we don't know. We don't know. That's really, yeah, <laughs> I've exactly. always said, like, I mean, I'm still learning. I'm learning a lot about the business and it's, yeah. it's a lot of fun and people are so great here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Asheville a community is, it's pretty special. There's a lot. Of, I have a lot of what I call frienders, so wedding friends, you know, <laughs> wedding vendor friends. And um, it turns out I'm like, who should I hang out with this weekend? And then I, I look at my recent text. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're all wedding vendors. Like they're all. They're all. But no, I have a few outside of the business, which is good. Um, let's go back to Asheville. You you moved here last year, but you had previously lived here for a couple of years. Yes, that, that's correct. Yes. When when was that exactly? That was back in let's see, I moved 2009, 2010, 2011. So 2009 to 2011, and okay. then I moved back to Los Angeles. Got it. 
Got it. Yeah. So the wedding, Asheville wasn't as big of a wedding destination as it is now. Back then. You know, I wasn't really in, I didn't, it didn't even, it wasn't even on my radar at that time. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. It's definitely kind of a, increased and in even the few years that I've been in it. And one thing, yeah, as you mentioned, a lot of people are coming from out of state and they don't understand the intricacies of the mountains or West North Carolina or Asheville. And so I want to ask you, do you have any advice for couples looking to tie the knot in this area specifically from living for your time living here and being in the industry? Sure. I, I would say one first figure out um, what size wedding you want to have. <laughs> I, I personally highly recommend eloping <laughs> one. It's I, I, I had a big wedding previously, so I've done both. <laughs> and, um, I think there is, if you're looking to elope, I should say there are great vendors here. Oh, photographers are just they're like the work is ridiculous. Um, and just do your research. You can go on all trails. There, there are lots of blog posts that show you the different, lo- the different locations, um, for eloping. Uh, and we have beautiful venues as well for, uh, big weddings. I think it's do your research, do your research. And if you're out of town, hire a wedding planner, hire a coordinator. That's, <laughs> let them do most of it. <laughs> that's, that's my advice. <laughs> really? I mean, if you think about it, if you're trying to do all your research and meetings and coordination on your own and you live far away, you're going to have to take at least one more trip than you were originally going to. Yeah. And what's the cost of that? You know, like, and so, some people love that. Some people, and I'm like, if you are the nitpicky, <laughs> you want control of everything. Yeah. yeah. Sure, go ahead. But if you are not that event planner type, hire one because you're going to save in so many different ways. I think, you know, if you're already spending a certain amount of money, what's a couple thousand more to have peace of mind? I I just that it's all about being centered and present on your day. And if you want to be (laughs) centered and present on your day and you live out of town, 100 percent. (laughs) <laughs> so Plus for the wedding planner <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, yeah for sure uh, so you live in here in Asheville right do you live in Asheville proper or do you live yes. in one of the surrounding towns yeah yeah what do you like most about the area West North Carolina or Asheville in particular oh, oh my gosh well I when I moved here in August then everything kind of shut down not too long <laughs> too after, not too much after that but um I we love kayaking so that's, that's one of our big, th- I love being on the water. I love hiking the outdoors, the food, the beer. The f- I uh, honestly coming from Los Angeles for me. Uh, and I think you can relate it, There's just a peacefulness for me. It, I, I have found so much peace being here and uh, simplicity that I didn't have before in my life. And Asheville makes that all possible. And again, I, you know, I'm, I'm a foodie and, and, and I love to try new beers and wine. This is, I mean, this is the place to be. So I, I think for me all around what Asheville has to offer um, really speaks to me and, and the kind of life that I want to live. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a great, great little mountain town. I love it so much. I love it. And I don't think I appreciated it as much when I lived here before. Mm -hmm. Coming back this time around, uh, it's very different. It's just, I feel home. I feel, I feel like I finally found my home and I'm settled and at peace. It didn't feel like that for a long time, but (laughs) I have arrived. (laughs) Glad you found that now, Judah. So if someone wanted to work with you, what does that process look like? Do they simply inquire on your website? Like Yeah, they can send send in a web form. Um, they can call me, text me. My number's on there as well. Um, you can go to all the things ceremonies.com. And I, you can find me on Instagram at all the things ceremonies as well. I'm always on there doing something silly, trying to figure out the reels and TikTok. <laughs> I have some, you know, ones with my dogs on there. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, I, and then, so the, if they reach out, then I'll set up a virtual chat with them because I want to meet them first. And I want them to meet me too, before we do anything, just to make sure that, you know, our energies are the right match and they feel comfortable and that they like me. I, I think that's important. And if they decide that they want to move forward, then I'll go over my packages with them and I'll send them a follow-up email with all of the instructions and in my contract. And then they'll put, down and then the other 50% 30 days before the wedding. Fairly, fairly simple. And they'll fill out my love survey, which helps me to get to know them. And then I'll most likely do another call with the couple uh, just to connect before, um, before the wedding. It depends if it's elopement. I usually don't, but if it's a bigger wedding, we want to make sure all the logistics are in place. And if I have to do a rehearsal and things like that, but yeah, it's pretty simple. It's a pretty simple process. Yeah. Well, I hope we can, work together sometime in the future ah, me too it's so this has been this has been great yeah, thank you so great. much for having me thank you for joining me i look forward to meeting you in person gina and i hope you have a wonderful day sounds great you too all right bye bye